Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Oh, did you miss it? Huh? Did you miss it? Yeah. Major League breaking news yesterday, and nobody's reporting on it outside of the people read in on this case. All right, welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. <laughs> Producer Joe, how are you today? I'm ready to go, Dan. I just told Joe, I go, do me a favor, Daddy-O, just sit back yeah. and take it all in today. I don't discuss this with him before the show nope. because he is the audience emotional ombudsman too, and mm-hmm. I know if I'm onto something, I can see by how Joe cocks his head. He goes, <laughs> He looks up when he finds something interesting. Yeah. I, major, major stuff happened yesterday. And again, no, it totally escaped the radar because here's the problem, folks, with this huh. collusion case, mm-hmm. the collusion fairy tale and everything going on. And I don't, I, I'm not trying to be a jerk. I know this is going to, well, you know what? Maybe it sounds jerky, but I'm sorry. Yeah. There are so many, there are so few, let me just say it the nice way. There are so few people read in to how deep this thing goes that when they see a piece of information like I saw yesterday that's that's mm-hmm. alarming they don't even know what it is so they just let it go that wasn't jerky that's the truth there's a lot to it's this it's the truth they just don't know i read yeah. something yesterday i'm like oh my gosh this is crazy so i'm going to go do this i got a couple things to get through though uh, first and one's just a story about ronnie jackson cuz it's important all right Talking about the deep state uh, people trying to tear down the Trump team. Today's show brought to you by buddies at iTarget. Folks, listen, this is the best system out there to improve your proficiency with a firearm. Whether it's a self-defense scenario, God forbid you're involved in one, whether you're a police officer, military, a first-time firearm owner, you need to learn how to use that firearm. This is one of the best systems, uh, if not the best system out there, to learn how to use that firearm proficiently. Now, what? how does it work? Well, most people who've got, who, who uh, have purchased a firearm, they'll dry fire once in a while. Dry fire is when you safely unload a weapon. You check it. You check it twice. You check it three times. You make sure it's unloaded. And then what you'll do is you'll pull the trigger on a on a, a safely unloaded weapon, and you'll practice your trigger control and your sight alignment. And, you know, there's no obviously no recoil. It's an unloaded weapon. What is the iTarget system? They will send you a laser round that you drop in that safely unloaded weapon, and when the hammer drops, it'll drop on the laser round, then it'll emit a laser, which will show you exactly where that round would have gone. Obviously, with a dry fire, you have no idea. There's no round in there. But with the iTarget system, you'll see. They send you a target. They send you the laser round. It is a, the the best way, in my humble opinion, I get absolutely glowing, outstanding reviews, probably 10 to 20 emails a week. I send them on to the iTarget team, extolling the virtues of how wonderful this product is. Once in a while, I get an angry email. You're saying, what? Yes, it's from a spouse who says, my husband or wife will not put the iTarget system down. I'm not kidding. It's that good. Go check it out. The website's iTargetPro.com. That's the letter iTargetPro.com itargetpro.com use promo code dan for a nice 10 percent off remember competitive shooters who do this for a living dry fire 10 times more than they live fire all right first thank you to everyone who sent me the audio judge nap joe's got mm-hmm. that we're getting ready with that but first before we start ronnie jackson trump's nominee to be the cabinet secretary uh, heading the va uh he is a doctor in the white house i know ronnie personally i'm not name dropping i've known him for a long time ronnie jackson's one of the finest men i've ever met I am disgusted. I'm horrified. I'm embarrassed for the people that are doing this. They are trying to destroy this man's reputation. Now, they are destroying him because he was nominated by Donald Trump for no other reason. Let me explain to you what's happening here. 
Dr. Ronnie Jackson, who is the White House doctor now. The White House doctor is the guy who travels with the president. He works for uh, what they call WAMO, the White House military office. It's a military officer, Mm -hmm. an MD. They travel with the president of the United States everywhere. If the president gets sick, the doctor's there. If the president needs medical attention for something, even a hangnail, the doctor's there, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Ronnie Jackson, Joe, has worked for President Obama. He has worked for President Bush. He has had nothing but uh, sterling reviews by President Obama and his team himself. Mm -hmm. He is not a partisan guy. But Dr. Jackson is a good man. I know him. I've traveled with him. I've spent well over 100 days on the road in foreign hot zones and domestic non-hot zones with Ronnie Jackson. He is now being maligned, and they're saying, oh, he was a big drinker on the road and all this other stuff. Folks, listen, let me just tell you something. This is how advances work on the road. You have the staff, the White House staff. You have the White House uh, military office people. You have WACA, the White House Communications Agency that handles the president's communications. You have the Secret Service, and you have the staff. They travel together, okay? Ronnie Jackson, there'll be an advanced medical officer as well. Ronnie was that advanced medical officer a lot because, you know, there are no, there's not just one White House doctor. So one of them will go out in advance and look around and see what the hospitals look like, talk to the doctors, make sure if the president has a heart attack, um, there's the ability there to, to, to serve the president, make sure he can, his life can be saved. All of this behavior being alleged about Ronnie Jackson saying, oh, drinking, hostile work environment. I was the lead advance on a lot of these trips, folks. Not all of them. I can't speak to every single episode. I didn't shadow Ronnie around. I wasn't his mini me. Mm-hmm. But I have never, ever in the more than 100 days I've spent on the road with Ronnie Jackson and five years working with him, by the way. I have never, ever heard anything but glowing reviews about Ronnie Jackson. Now, don't you find it odd, just a little bit odd, folks, that Ronnie Jackson, whose the virtues of Ronnie Jackson were extolled by President Obama when he worked for President Obama and President Bush, everyone else. He only had a problem when Donald Trump nominated him to be VA secretary. Admiral Dr. Ronnie Jackson, one of the noblest, finest men I've ever met. Don't you find that odd? Now, I'm not, I hammered this last night on my NRA TV show, and please, if you missed it, go watch it. And by the way, I do diagrams at night. For those of you on the podcast who say, hey, we need visuals, yeah. I do those at night on the NRA TV show, 5.30 Eastern Time. So check that out. The stuff I talk about here, I do the diagrams at night yeah. when I have visuals. So go check it out, NRATV.com, 5.30 p.m. Eastern. It's free. You don't have to pay for it. Don't worry about it. Um, John Roku, Apple TV, and Amazon Fire, too. But last night, I went... Tier one nuclear on these attacks on Ronnie Jackson. This is nothing but a partisan witch hunt against Donald Trump. This has nothing at all to do with Ronnie. People loved Ronnie Jackson. And they're saying he dis- um, that one of the uh, charges against him as well is on foreign trips. He dispensed medication. Joe, he's a doctor. Yeah, that's what doctors do. He's a doctor. And one of the allegations is th- now this goes to show you how little people understand and know about uh, how the Secret Service and advances work. One of the allegations, Joe, is he gave out Ambien. <gasps> oh, what? He gave out Ambien? I was waiting for a revelation like he gave out methamphetamines or cocaine <laughs> or something. He gave out ice, you know, crystal meth. They're like, <sighs> he gave out, I'm like, he gave out, what, what, what? He gave out Ambien. Oh, what? He gave out a sleeping pill 
to people overseas who travel over time zones who need to be alert in the morning to go to work. What? This is a big one. I'm dying. Elizabeth, I'm coming to join you, honey. Folks, can I explain to you how the real world works? For you liberal numbnuts out there whose skulls are six feet thick. When you're a Secret Service agent or a White House military officer traveling overseas to keep the President of the United States alive in a hot zone, Afghanistan, Indonesia, just trips I've been on. Even a non-hot zone like Prague when I when I coordinated the START Treaty on the security side as the lead Secret Service agent. Not celebrating myself. I'm just laying out what kind of idiots liberals are. It's not uncommon at all for the White House doctor to ask you if you're having troubling, uh, trouble sleeping. Why would you have trouble sleeping? Have you ever traveled overseas when your time clock says it's 4 o'clock in the afternoon and it's 4 a.m. and you're sitting there in the bed like this, Joe? <gasps> you're wired like you had 65 cups of coffee? Oh, yeah. For all you liberal idiots who've never traveled, your time clock takes about a day to adjust for each hour you adjust, each time zone you cross. So in other words, if it's seven hours ahead, the time where you are, it takes between five and seven days for you to adjust to the new time. You don't have five days when you're a Secret Service agent and the president's popping in there in two. You can't go, hey, daddy-o, Obama, I'm going to take a snoozer in the middle of the day because I'm jet lagged. The president takes Ambien too sometimes. <gasps> what? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Dr. Jackson gave out Ambien. Oh. This goes to show you this snowflake, wussy culture of liberals who do anything to take this guy down. I've got news for you. The world is a complicated, dangerous place. And when you hit the ground as a Secret Service agent and a military officer assigned with keeping the life of the president, keeping him safe and secure in a dangerous hot zone where you could quite literally be attacked at any moment, you don't have time to screw around. You got ambient? I don't take I am I am the cleanest eater on the planet. I don't even like taking ibuprofen after a jujitsu session on Saturday. Sometimes I have to because I can barely move. But you know what? If I need an Ambien to go to sleep to keep that dude alive the next day and be frosty, then give me the damn Ambien. Inject it into my brain if you have to. I'm kidding. You obviously don't inject Ambien, but you get the point. I am tired of this. Jackson's a good man. Sorry, if you saw NRA TV last night, you saw me light him up too. And by the way, you want to start naming names about big drinkers overseas? You sure you want to go down that road? Stay tuned on that. Yeah, and you know, I remember a couple months ago you were talking about um, Jackson. Yeah. 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 He's a a good man, Joe. Right. Did he have a few? I, yeah, of course. We had afterwards when there were trips were over. Sometimes at night you'd go down to the hotel bar and everybody, the whole advance team would be down there. Sure. Did I ever see Ronnie like, you know, stripping naked and running around the hotel lobby? Don't be stupid, please. Although I'll tell you what, I have seen massive, by the way, inappropriate behavior from Obama team officials on the road. Oh, yeah. Really close to the president, by the way. Really close. Joe. 
really close to the president. I've seen people downing booze by the gallon. Oh, oh yeah, really? So that's the new standard. You drink on the road, you're 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 eliminated from any responsible job position ever in the future. You sure we want to go down that path? <laughs> sure about that? People know stuff. Obama hacks. You disgust me. You celebrated Ronnie Jackson when you needed your ambient to go to sleep, and now that Trump's nominated him, you destroy this man's life. A decorated, celebrated military professional. Disgust me. It's it's disturbing. All right, let's get to this so I can just get on a roll here and uh, knock this stuff out because mm-hmm. I have some just crazy stuff. Uh, this is really good, I promise you. Uh, today's show also brought to you by our buddies at Filter By. It's spring cleaning time, and like Trump is cleaning out corrupt officials, you can clean up the air you breathe and make your HVAC system great again. And folks, don't procrastinate. Otherwise, dust, mold, pollutants, they'll clog up your HVAC system. It'll become inefficient and end up costing you a lot of money, just like the federal government. Clean up your system with my friends at FilterBuy. They're America's leading provider of HVAC filters for homes and small businesses. They carry over 600 different filter sizes, including custom options, all shipped free within 24 hours, and they're manufactured right here in America. FilterBuy offers a multitude of MERV options, all the way up to hospital grade. So you'll be removing dangerous pollen, mold, dust, and other allergy-aggravating pollutants while maximizing the efficiency of your system. Right now, you can save 5% when you set up auto delivery. You'll never need to think about air filters again. Save money. Save time. Breathe better with FilterBuy.com. That's FilterBuy.com. FilterBuy.com. By the way, changing your filter regularly, cut your energy costs, and extend the life of your HVAC system. Okay, let's get rocking and rolling here. All right. The setup's being exposed, folks. I don't know any other way to dive into this. You know, sometimes you want to leave like pregnant pauses and 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 be suspenseful. And you know, I, I've teased enough of it already. I just don't know any way to any other way to tell you this. The setup on the Trump team. Remember my premise here. The operating premise the whole time has been that the Trump team was set up. It's all coming out. Major breaking news yesterday. A couple things happened. Let's go through it one by one. Which says to me, Chris, in crystal clear fashion. That the Mueller team, and keep in mind, I don't trust the Mueller team. You know, I've I've, I've asked that they be fired. Obviously, uh, no one's listening to me. I wish they would. Mm-hmm. Um, but I believe the Mueller team, Joe, there has been a boomerang effect. And I had a note here. Has this Does the Mueller special counsel blown up on them just like the IG report did? What do I mean? The Inspector General report by Michael Horowitz, who's basically the government internal affairs type uh, operator, right? Right. The Inspector General's investigation into the the way the Hillary Clinton investigation and the conduct of the DOJ um, during the election season. That investigation, folks, was requested by who? The Democrats. You may say, wait, what? Yes, The IG internal affairs investigation into the Hillary, the FBI's behavior investigating Hillary's emails was requested by the Democrats. That's a fact. Now, you may say, why? That doesn't make sense. It's 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 exposing all the Democrats and the FBI's misdeeds and making Trump look good. Folks, don't forget history. This is important. At the time, the Democrats believed that Comey was attacking Hillary. Remember, he came out, he reopened the investigation onto yeah. Hillary's emails. Ten, remember this, Joe? Yeah. Ten days before the election, the Democrats yep. were screaming, Comey, matter of fact, Hillary still insists Comey cost her the election. Comey cost us the election. Now, 
I've told you that the reason Comey opened up that investigation into Hillary's emails or reopened it 10 days before the election was because my sources, which I absolutely believe at this point, they've never steered me wrong, have told me that the FBI office in New York and the NYPD, and I did a show on this with Eric Prince and others, if you remember the show, that they had information about the Hillary emails found on Anthony Weiner's laptop that was going to go public, that the the uh, the New York PD and some people, and they yeah. were afraid of leaks out of the FBI New York office. Yeah, yeah. So basically, Jim Comey, if you could get yourself, from what I'm hearing from sources, the logic Comey was playing with is, hey, it's 10 days before the presidential election. The NYPD is threatening to do a press conference about these emails they found, uh, Hillary emails they found on her assistant's husband's laptop. Comey's thinking to himself, all right, we better control this narrative and get this story out there to the public because if the NYPD leaks, then it's going to be damaging. And remember, Comey closed the investigation again just days before. So Comey, I don't believe, was trying to hurt Hillary Clinton. I believe he was trying to protect her, even though uh, Hillary to this day still blames Jim Comey. And Hillary, I think, knows this. I think she's being farcical. Now, with that history... So keep in mind, the Democrats were upset about that, Joe. Makes sense? Oh, you opened up the investigation 10 days before. They demanded this internal affairs investigation. The internal affairs investigation through the IG, I only use the term internal affairs because it makes sense to more people, but they're called inspector generals. The IG investigation has exposed destructive behavior. That's where we found the stroke page text. That's where we found the behavior of Andy McCabe. It has not gone well for the Democrats. It has exposed a, what I believe to be a, a conspiracy against Donald Trump to frame Donald Trump uh, for Russian collusion that didn't happen and to absolve Hillary Clinton. I think the evidence is overwhelming. I had to bring up that history and I hope you understand that I'm not trying to relitigate old shows, but because We tend to give the Democrats a lot of credit sometimes. And I said to you on yesterday's show, I think they're panicking. I think they're freaked out now. I think they understand they're in a lot of trouble. I think Spygate's coming out, Joe. I think they they Mm -hmm. don't want to lose the midterms. They don't want to certainly don't want to lose the presidency again um, in 2020. And they're disorganized now. They're not acting collectively like the worker bees and worker ants they typically are. They're making big mistakes. One of the mistakes they made was asking for this internal affairs investigation. I think what they thought is they were going to be able to control it somehow. They can't. The media can't cooperate anymore because the investigation has been so damning. What is the breaking news now? Yesterday, I believe the Mueller investigation, which I still and will continue to insist, is nothing more than a witch hunt to distract from Donald Trump has uncovered so much damning information about the framing operation against Donald Trump, Joe, that they've actually had to refer stuff out, and they're starting to panic, too. What happened yesterday? Little seen, little reviewed story I didn't see anywhere, basically. I mean, well, that's a Yogi Berism. If you didn't see it anywhere, how'd you see it, right? I, I didn't see get wide publicity, but was fascinating. It'll be in the show notes today at Bongino.com. Read it. It's very short. It's by Chuck Ross, who's been doing great work at the Daily Caller News Foundation. Be at my show notes, Bongino.com. Subscribe to the email list. We'll email them to you. Greg Craig. Greg Craig. Remember yeah. the names. Greg Craig, a lawyer at Skadden. 
yesterday they announced he'd left Skadden. You're like, what is this guy talking about? I've heard the name. I don't remember. I don't get it. I don't expect you to. I, I, right. Don't worry. I do the remember the name's homework for you. Right. There's a lot of these stories that happened yesterday, by the way. Conveniently timed right around the time that the stroke page texts, which are going to be released today. Remember the six months of texts that were missing mm-hmm. that I told you on my show months ago were not missing? Ha, wink, wink, nod, nod, right? Greg Craig was a lawyer at Skadden. Skadden is the company that was hired to run a whitewash report on a Ukrainian president's jailing of a political opponent. Follow me for a second. All right. The guy running point on this, this work for this Ukrainian president who had jailed a political opponent, it was basically a report that said, no, no, it's all good. Don't worry. They didn't jail her. Yulia Timyoshenko, right? The guy who was running point on this and was getting paid to whitewash this this attack on the Ukrainian democracy was Manafort, Paul Manafort, who I've told you from the start, the critical question in this entire setup is how did Manafort, a guy with very destructive ties to Ukraine, to Ukrainian politicians who had... Listen, I'm not accusing him of any criminality yet. He's not been he's not been found guilty in any court. I'm just telling you, Manafort had ties, and I think it's fair to say that we're at a minimum questionable. Mm-hmm. Manafort was hired by the Trump team to manage the delegates at the convention and later as a campaign manager. He was hired by the Trump team despite the fact, and I saw this today as well, he was already under FBI investigation. Yes, I saw this today, too. Apparently, now we found out that Manafort's been under FBI investigation since approximately 2000, what is it, 14? Since since before, he way before he joined the Trump team. Now, if you are trying to set up a presidential candidate and frame him, Donald Trump, for a foreign collusion fairy tale that didn't happen, you have to make sure, Joe, that you can insert people into there that are going to make Trump look guilty. Right. I have asked you repeatedly, Joe, on this show, mm-hmm. who pushed Manafort into the Trump sphere? I know. I've seen the emails on the names you're giving me. I get it. I'm not convinced those are the guys. There's more there. I get it. There's a, I, know, I know the names. I've seen Stone and the other. I get it. I'm not convinced those were the kingmakers here. How did Manafort wind up in the Trump sphere? What does this have to do with the story yesterday about Greg Craig? Now, if you're going to dirty up Trump to frame him, if I'm going to frame Joe, I want to send people into Joe's bar, if Joe owns a bar, who were criminals and mm-hmm. get pictures of it. Look, Joe's dealing with Joey Bag of Donuts who just robbed the bank. Uh, Manafort, who had at, at a minimum questionable conflicts, winds up in the Trump sphere. Manafort is already under investigation by the FBI, according to public reporting. Number two, there's already a significant opposition research organization dedicated on the Democrat side, being run by Alexandra Chalupa, into gathering information on Manafort. Ladies and gentlemen, please tell me this makes sense what I'm telling you. A guy that winds up in the Trump sphere as the Democrats are plotting to frame Trump for a foreign collusion fairy tale that didn't happen. A guy winds up in the Trump orbit who is one under FBI investigation, according to public reports now, 
And secondly, there is already a Democrat operation to put together a portfolio of bad information on Manafort being run by Alexandra Chalupa at the DNC. For those of you who remember prior reporting. Manafort. The Manafort hiring and everything around it is one of the keys to this whole thing. Why do I think Mueller has figured this out now? I have to give them a little bit of credit here. Not a lot. I still wish. I think the guy's gone way overboard and I think he should be fired. He is. I certainly don't think he's a good guy in this. But I think they've uncovered through their investigation into Manafort so much dirt, Joseph, mm-hmm. that they can no longer whitewash it and hide it. And I believe that dirt is the setup of Donald Trump. Now, on Manafort, interestingly enough, Manafort hires this law firm, Skadden. Skadden works to produce this port, uh, report for a Ukrainian connected to the Russians. Mm-hmm. One of the lawyers hired to work on that report, Joseph, is Greg Craig. Who's Greg Craig? Greg Craig is a connected Democrat lawyer who was Obama's attorney in the White House. Remember, Manafort is business partners with John Podesta, Hillary's right-hand guy's brother. So Manafort already has Democrat ties. Manafort is business partners with John Podesta's brother. Podesta's Hillary's right-hand guy. How does Manafort wind up in the Trump sphere? He works with this law firm to produce this piece defending this pro-Russia Ukrainian. And I had said to you before, how is it that another lawyer at that firm, Skadden, Alex Vanderswan, Vanderswan, another lawyer was arrested by the Mueller team. But Craig seems to have gotten a pass. Well, it seems that pass may have dried up. Greg Craig left. They announced yesterday Skadden left quite abruptly, by the way, from Hmm. that law firm. Here's what's fascinating. This is the piece by Chuck Ross, Joe. (laughs) I see. Joe's like, if Joe had a goatee, he's like, (laughs) where is this going? (laughs) Vanderswan. So this is the just so we let me track it here because I, I listen to my own podcast and I know they can get confusing. I'm telling you, Manafort has suspicious conflicts with the Ukra- with Ukrainians who are connected to Russians. Yep. Manafort winds up in the Trump orbit. I'm still not sure how exactly that happened, but Manafort is key to the setup. Mm-hmm. There's already a thick opposition file on Manafort and all his suspicious connections. There's already an FBI investigation. He winds up in the Trump orbit. He's working with Obama's former White House counsel, Greg Craig, and a law firm on a report for a pro-Russian Ukrainian. One of the additional lawyers working on that case is under arrest for false statements to the FBI and is being prosecuted by Mueller. May I suggest to you that they found something out about maybe Manafort and his dealings and maybe Obama's former lawyer was involved? Listen to this from Chuck Ross, Daily Caller. Vanderswan, who worked closely with Craig on, on the Ukraine project, claimed that he lied to investigators because he did not want to reveal, listen to this, Joe, that he had secretly recorded conversations with Gates 
and a Skadden Arps law partner. The law partner is not identified in court filings. What did I just tell you? So a lawyer working with Manafort, not Greg Craig, is arrested for false statements. He basically said... Manafort has a business partner, Rick Gates, who's under investigation and prosecution as well. They're working on a project for a pro-Russian Ukrainian. They hire a law firm and are working with Obama's former lawyer. Hmm. Not a guy also working on another lawyer is arrested by the FBI because he says, hey, I wasn't talking to Rick Gates about this, this project. And it turns out he was. How do they know? They found recordings. They found recordings also, though, that he had secretly recorded conversations between Gates, Manafort's business partner, and another Skadden law partner. Who's that? Fascinating that Greg Craig would leave yesterday. What's on those tapes? Is somebody on those tapes, is there any conversations at all about Manafort's role or Manafort entering the Trump orbit? Why would Greg Craig leave all of a sudden from Skadden? By the way, Skadden, one of the world's biggest law firms. Hundreds and hundreds of millions in revenue. Greg Craig just gets up and leaves yesterday. What else happened yesterday? The stroke page text it came out yesterday are going to be released today the six months that were supposedly missing that were so catastrophic that they magically disappeared i told you they didn't they're going to come out today congressman mark meadows who has been all over this investigation joe who has seen those texts mm-hmm. said in a media interview they're going to be joe and i'm quoting very enlightening May I suggest to you calmly and reasonably and rationally that this entire scheme to take down Trump is now coming out and Bob Mueller can't avoid it anymore. That Bob Mueller, no matter how much he can't stand Donald Trump and his team, no matter how far his investigation's gone off the rails, just like the IG investigation, they have uncovered so much deep, destructive corruption during this that they can't hide it anymore. And that maybe Greg Craig and Skadden yesterday maybe got some information or a heads up that, hey, this doesn't look good. What were you doing with Manafort about this Ukraine project? Folks, that's not it. There's more. Again, this story was nowhere yesterday. Yeah, hadn't heard it. No, nowhere. I haven't heard anybody. This is a Chuck Ross who I I don't know. I've never met the guy in my life. I'm candidly. I'm pretty sure he's even like me. I'm just telling you, I have no problem citing other people's work. This guy has been all over this. Uh, Joe, I I don't know Chuck. I've never spoken to him, folks. I would never steer you wrong. I'm reasonably confident he knows what I know. Because that him reporting that yesterday, the way he did, I think. The setup, just to be clear again, take it out to 30,000 feet. I'm absolutely convinced the Obama team set up Donald Trump and inserted people into his orbit that they knew were dirty in case they lost the election to say later on, look, they were dealing with, they were colluding with foreigners. 
I don't think it's a coincidence at all that Obama's attorney, Greg Craig, literally his attorney for 2009 to 2010, the White House counsel, mm-hmm. Obama's attorney was at a law firm that was working with a guy inserted into the Trump orbit, Manafort, who was later used to make the case that Trump was colluding with the Russians. I believe Mueller's investigation into Manafort, they thought was going to be an investigation into Manafort's dirty dealings or what they thought were his dirty dealings. I believe that has metamorphosized into a holy moment. And they're like, you see what we got here? Remember this episode, because I think in the days and weeks ahead, we are going to see mind-blowing, explosive revelations about the depth of the conspiracy to take down Donald Trump. And it is not, pay attention here, it is not going to just be Democrats. It is going to be establishment Republicans, too, who played a deep role in the takedown of Donald Trump. Now, what else leads me to believe that yesterday was a breaking point? Yeah, do tell. So again, just to be clear, it makes sense, Joe? Yeah. Just to rewind the tape a little bit, the announcement of Greg Craig leaving, I don't believe that's coincidental. Whether he left a little while ago and they're just notifying him now, uh, whatever it may have been. I'm convinced that he got information that, hey, uh, Mueller's team found something they can no longer ignore. Now, why I believe a lot of this stuff yesterday seemed to be coming out and leaking out is because the stroke page texts are people have now seen them. We haven't yet. I may do a special episode um, if they come out today and it's completely mind blowing. Story number two that should tell you that, again, the setup is all coming out. Something happened yesterday with Jeff Sessions that, again, received almost no media scrutiny at all. A little tad. Joe, do you know what it is? No. Joe does morning radio. He hears all the news stories of the day. You haven't heard it anywhere, right? No. It's fascinating that you haven't heard it. I hate to keep saying it, but I am. I'm blown away by how if you don't if you don't understand the Greg Craig Obama connection and the whole idea that Obama set up Trump... That story about him leaving Scadden yesterday makes no sense at all. You don't care. So what? A lawyer left the law firm. Oh, but a lawyer who was working with a pro-Russian Ukrainian uh, project with Paul Manafort, who was inserted into the Trump team, then all of a sudden it makes sense. Sessions said something yesterday about the Michael Cohen investigation. Michael Cohen is Trump's lawyer. Bob Mueller's team referred out a case from their investigation to the Southern District of New York that led to a raid on Trump's lawyer's office, which is that everybody's heard of. It has elicited a dramatic response from people like me and many others who think it's a disgrace that Trump's lawyer's office was raided. Starting to think I may be wrong, Joe. It's Mm -hmm. hard for me to say that. Not that it was a disgrace, not that Mueller's targeting Trump. Mm -hmm. I believe he may have been. He may have been targeting Trump, but I don't think what he found hurts Trump at all. What do I mean? Sessions makes an announcement yesterday. Again, the article will be in the show notes today uh, from uh, Independent Journal Review. That he will not recuse himself, Joe, Mm. from the Michael Cohen investigation. Think. 
as my fifth grade teacher, Miss Gilfeather, used to say, put your thinking caps on. Put those thinking caps on. Liberals, take those mm, hats off. It starts with a P. You know what I'm going to do. Take them off. Put your thinking caps on. <laughs> if Jeff Sessions has recused himself from a Russian collusion investigation, which he has, and the raid on Trump's lawyer's office resulted in some prosecutable material and Sessions came out publicly and said, I'm not recusing myself from that. I will not recuse myself. What does that tell you? That tells you that the Cohen raid had nothing to do with Russian collusion. Now, ah, let me ask you this. Yeah. Again, we found this out yesterday. Is it possible that a lot of this has to do with the IG report coming out and the stroke page text? Again, I, I'm not going to get into the whole, I know you hate it, but love them or hate them on sessions. I'm telling you there were things going on behind the scenes. Is it starting to make sense now? I will not recuse myself from the Cohen case. What was the original justification, according to multiple leaks in the media, for the raid on Michael Cohen? Trump's lawyer. The original justification in the reports was a six-figure donation from a Russian named Victor Pinchuk to the Trump Foundation in exchange for a speech. Now, I had said to you that I thought it was awfully suspicious that Pinchuk is more connected to the Democrats than Trump's team and that Cohen his office was raided for a donation from a Russian who was connected to Democrat. It doesn't make so- oh, Maybe it does. Now, Joe, you have that audio of Judge Knapp? Yep. Play this again, and I'm actually glad we waited on this, because now this is starting to make more sense. Play cut one first. So you believe that this, this investigation into Michael Cohen, you've said all along, is very dangerous for the president. Yes, and here's why. After the FBI raid, Mr. Cohen hired lawyers to bring an application in federal court for the return of everything that was seized, saying these are legal records and they really belong to my clients, or in the alternative, to appoint a special master to segregate what belongs to the clients and what belongs to him. And the government had a very interesting response. The response, about a third of which was redacted, so we couldn't read it, said, look, Michael Cohen has been under investigation for a while, and we believe that much of what he's been doing has not been as a lawyer, it's been as a fixer. And Michael Cohen, has some sort of a relationship with Donald Trump, which leads us to believe that, quote, the crime fraud exception to the attorney-client privilege rule applies. What the heck is that? That means that the federal government told a federal judge that President Trump was involved in a crime or a fraud and was communicating to Michael Cohen about it, and therefore those communications were not privileged. Yet when you went to look at what they actually said happened, that's the part of the brief that they didn't reveal to the public, and it was, it was redacted. She said, the federal judge, why do you know this? Where are you getting it from? Tammy just alluded to it. Well, the feds told her another federal judge signed another search warrant. This was a surveillance warrant, which enabled us to have Mr. Cohen under surveillance. We've been listening to his phone calls for the past three months. Who does he talk to almost every day? The president of the United States. That was Martha McCallum on Fox. And thanks to everyone who sent over the cut. Play the other one. I believe that this so those is phone calls are from troubling. while the president was in office yes. or prior to that. While the president was in office. That's what why do you I, think about that. I think it is an outrageous violation 
Donald Trump believed he was talking to his lawyer. All of a sudden, we find out retroactively that the lawyer was subject of a criminal investigation and the federal government prosecutors have their hands on those conversations and they believe that those conversations are going to lead them to the president. Now, that's important. Mm -hmm. I said to you yesterday, they may have the president on tape. They may have been surveilling Cohen and de facto got the president on on tape because of that uh because of that warrant but i'm not sure the judge is exactly right on this that crime fraud exception how do we know that applies to trump in other words if they found something on that tape suspicious about pinchuk remember pinchuk folks the whole reason for the raid on trump on Cohen, excuse me, was the stated reason was a six-figure donation from Pinchuk. Victor Pinchuk supports the Atlantic Council. The Atlantic Council partnered up with a gas company, natural gas company, that hired John Kerry's buddy and Joe Biden's kid. Can I just suggest to you that it's possible? I got some. I'm pretty sure of this, folks. That in their zeal to get Donald Trump and to tap his lawyer and surveil his lawyer, they may have uncovered destructive and devastating information about Pinchuk and his ties to Hunter Biden and Devin Archer, John Kerry's buddy. Possible? All I'm saying here is this is all coming out at the same time. If the Cohen conversations had to do with Russian collusion, why would Sessions be on the case? I mean, I'm not going to get into a pro-anti-Sessions thing anymore because it, started, it's, it distracts. I'm just telling you he has already recused himself from Russian collusion. If the Cohen tapes were evidence of Russian collusion, why is Sessions still there? Is it possible that that investigation has been so destructive to the Clinton team that it required an additional search warrant on Trump's on Trump's lawyer based on what they their dealings with Pinchuk, who is a Democrat problem. He's donated up to 25 million to the Clinton Foundation. And a council that cooperated a cooperation agreement with a natural gas company that hired prominent Democrats, kids and friends. Keep in mind what I'm telling you again. I'm not saying Mueller's a good guy. I'm not saying Mueller likes Trump. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying Mueller's aggressive tactics into what he thought was going to be Trump misconduct and collusion, just like the IG report the Democrats wanted, has turned into a bombshell on Democrats' collusion to take down the Trump team. Maybe the question now is why Pinchuk gave that six-figure donation to the Trump team. What was Pinchuk trying to do? Why was he trying to gain influence into the Trump orbit? Why was Manafort in the Trump orbit? Why is Manafort connected to Obama's lawyer at Skadden? Why is he connected to Hillary's uh, best friend, Johnny Podesta's brother? Now, another bombshell. I'm not done. So I gave you the Greg Craig leaves yesterday from Skadden, Mm -hmm. Obama's former lawyer. Sessions won't recuse himself. Mm -hmm. I gave you the Judge Knapp line about Trump was probably, uh, Cohen's lawyer was being surveilled, but we don't know what for. 
We know for something. But but Sessions didn't recuse him on it, so it tells me it ain't collusion. There's something else going on there. And remember the line about Pinchuk. The Cohen-Pinchuk relationship was allegedly the problem, but Pinchuk's issue is with the Democrats. There was another story in the Examiner yesterday by Kelly Cohen. It'll be in the show notes. And I, I don't mean this in any way disparagingly. Kelly, please don't. She may be onto this, but I'm not sure she knows exactly what she has, Joe. There's two paragraphs at the end of her piece, which again are nuclear explosions. Hmm. I read them this morning and I'm like, uh, no, this can't possibly be. All right, let me just uh, finish up on this and then we'll get to, uh, get to that. Uh, today's show also brought to you by our buddies at Freedom Project Academy. America's schools are nothing like we remember growing up. We grew up in safety and learning was more important than safe spaces and propaganda. And even though technology continues to offer new opportunities for learning, I think we can all agree that traditional moral values, once woven into the fabric of the classroom, have practically and sadly disappeared. That's why you need to consider our friends at Freedom Project Academy and their fully accredited Judeo-Christian classical online school for kindergarten all the way through high school. We're talking about an incredible interactive education where students attend live classes every day with teachers and fellow classmates from across the country. Freedom Project Academy doesn't accept a penny of government funding, which allows them to stay committed to teaching students how to think, not what to think. Families can enroll students full-time, or you can start with a single class. It's up to you, folks. Go to freedomforschool.com and request your free information packet today from Freedom Project Academy. Enrollment ends in July, but classes are filling up fast. That's freedomforschool.com, freedomforschool.com, freedomforschool.com. Don't forget to tell them the Dan Bongino Show sent you. Okay. Kelly Cohen, Washington Examiner piece. Let me read. Let me give you a little background because I know this show is a little confusing, but folks, this is the greatest spy story in human history, except it actually happened. Paul Manafort, his lawyer, has filed suit against the Mueller team, alleging that this is outside of uh, his the raid into. Remember, they raided Mueller, uh, Manafort's house. Early in the morning. You remember that, mm-hmm. folks? They knocked yep. down his door. They raided his house. It's, that's why I tell you, Mueller's not a good guy in this. I'm sorry. That was totally unnecessary. They raid Manafort's house. Manafort's legal team has filed suit and basically stated that, hey, this is outside of his special counsel purview for Russian collusion. They shouldn't be investigating me. In that suit, there's been disclosure of certain documents that came out yesterday. Here is a gem find from Kelly Cohen at the Washington Examiner. And I quote, the documents, the Mueller documents, folks, show that when federal investigators raided Manafort's home, they were looking for, and I quote, communication records, documents, and other files. (laughs) I can't believe what I'm about to tell you. I'm not being a jerk. I just, I can't believe this. Surrounding the June 2016 Trump Tower meeting. They were looking for any communication with Aris and Amin Agalarov, a billionaire Russian father-son duo with ties to President Trump stemming from the 2013 Miss Universe pageant. Let me just take a breath for a second, because if you're a regular listener to the show that understands episode 628 on, what I just told you it did a, it's a Humpty Dumpty moment. You just fell off the wall. 
What have I been telling you the whole time? That the people who approached the Trump team to dirty them up were doing it at the behest of people connected to the Democrats, the Clintons, and basically deep state operators looking to hurt the Trump team. One of those people we have been insisting from the beginning approached the Trump team and at minimum we know is connected to a Russian lawyer working for a company hired by Hillary Clinton was the Agalarovs. Now, a little background on what that what I just told you actually means. All right. Emin Agalarov is a singer, a famous singer overseas. I'd never heard of him before this. Him and his dad approached a British publicist named Rob Goldstone. Rob Goldstone emailed Donald Trump Jr. and said, hey, these Agalarovs, they've got information on Hillary. We got to set up a meeting. Those were the Don Trump Jr. emails. Remember those? He released them all. Mm-hmm. Don Trump Jr. agrees to this meeting that she's talking about there, the 2016 Trump Tower meeting. Who shows up? Who shows up is Natalia Veselnitskaya, a Russian attorney working with Fusion GPS, who had met with Fusion GPS both before and after the meeting. Fusion GPS, the company hired by Hillary Clinton Mm -hmm. to take down Donald Trump and invent this fake Russian collusion story in the fake dossier. Why would they raid Manafort's house for communications with the Agalarovs? Who sent that Russian lawyer working for Fusion GPS to meet the Trump team, who, the Russian lawyer who alleged to have uh, information, negative information about Hillary from the Russians? The whole bedrock of the collusion fairy tale has been that the Russians stole emails from the DNC and worked with the Trump team to overthrow the election and embarrass Hillary Clinton by getting those emails out. Don't you find it awfully coincidental that a, a, a the Agalarovs, the Agalarovs who, who claim to a British publicist, hey, we're going to send you this person. We're going to send you this person who's got information on Hillary. That those same Agalarovs who send a Russian lawyer working for a company hired by Hillary. Now they want communications and a search warrant when they raided Manafort's home between the Agalarovs and Manafort. Folks. Manafort's also being investigated for his ties to Oleg Deripaska, a Russian oligarch connected to the spy who produced the fake information on Donald Trump. I've, if you listen to this show, this is all making sense now. I, how many times, Joe, have I asked on the show, who put Manafort in the Trump orbit? Mm, zillions. Yes, you're right. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Folks, Is it possible now that Rudy Giuliani and this recent hire 
uh, Rudy Giuliani being brought on to the, the Trump team just recently now makes sense. <laughs> the stroke, just to be clear, let me, because I know this show is confusing. I'm going to listen to it myself today to make sure I have cleared up the connections, but I'm going to give you an umbrella view right now about what happened. I'm going to try, I'll try to connect this tonight in the NRA TV show too. In the last few days, we've had breaking information. It all seems to have come out at one time. Okay? The information's devastating. This is not coincidental. We now find out that the Inspector General's report about Department of Justice and FBI misdeeds and the Peter Stroke Lisa, uh, Lisa Page texts are going to become public p- probably today. These texts were alleged to have been missing, meaning somebody was hiding them. I told you they weren't hidden. And now they're about to come out. Right around the same time, two people, a lawyer for the FBI and one of the lead counterintelligence invest an FBI manager, right about the time today that their texts are about to be exposed, that the FBI was hiding, they are deeply involved in both the Clinton and the Trump special counsel investigation. As they're coming out, Obama's former lawyer, who was working with Paul Manafort, a guy who magically appears into the Trump orbit, resigns his law firm. He resigns his law firm as we find out that there are tapes between Manafort's partner and another partner at that law firm. Who is that? And what the hell are they saying on those tapes? Mueller goes after Manafort thinking he's taking down Trump, and what does he find? Evidence of an Obama conspiracy? Now we find out when they raided Manafort's house, what were they looking for? Communications with the Agalarovs who communicated with the publicist and claimed he had information from a third party about Hillary emails. And who shows up? A Russian lawyer working with a company working with Hillary. If I was setting up Joe, it would be the most elegant, beautiful way to do it. Hey, we're going to send someone over with information on Hillary. And by the way, the person's working for us and she's going to report back on the meeting. So later on, we can say that Joe colluded with her to get information from that said government. <laughs> we find out that the raid on Cohen's office, that Jeff Sessions will not recuse himself. But I thought he was recused from Russian collusion. Could this possibly involve a setup? Could the information they found have been more indicative of a setup of the Trump team rather than the Trump team's uh, criminality or any criminality or collusion themselves. We now know from the Judge Knapp uh, analysis of the legal documents that there was some surveillance going on on Trump's attorney. We know Trump's attorney, in, uh, let, uh, there's uh, allegations that he took a six-figure donation from a Russian connected to the Democrats. We know Manafort is now under investigation, too, for ties to a Russian tied to the spy who produced the fake dossier on Donald Trump. Interestingly enough, also in that Judge Knapp piece on Martha McCallum, Judge Knapp says, well, the reasons they were spying were redacted on on Cohen, that is. Folks, Mueller, I still don't believe he's a good guy. But I think that in the course of his investigation into trying to hammer Trump, they found nothing on collusion. They had to arrest some Trump people, whether it's Flynn, Papadopoulos or whatever, to make the Trump team look dirty. 
I believe Giuliani may have been brought in. I'm sorry I didn't finish that thought before. There's so much going on today. And it's all missed. Like, no one's putting any pieces together. I believe Giuliani may have been brought in because they know all this. And Mueller realizes at this point that they're in a world of trouble. That everything they were doing to target the Trump team is blowing up in their face and they are going to have to at some point. Folks, they can't just destroy the evidence. You can't serve a search warrant using FBI agents. Let me be crystal clear on this. Bob, listen, there's corruption in the government all the time, but there's not stupidity. Bob Mueller is is a is a government lawyer like anyone else right now. He's got a special charter to operate in this special counsel case. If he does a search warrant, Joe, Bob Mueller doesn't do it himself. Mm-hmm. FBI agents do it like they would for any other case. We clear on this, Joe? Mm-hmm. If the FBI agents found something, it mm-hmm. cannot and will not be destroyed. I'm telling you right now. Not in a case of this significance. There's too much scrutiny. I believe they found things on the Democrats that's why Obama's lawyer left the law firm that they were investigating Manafort. That's why Sessions has come out and said he won't recuse himself. That's why we found out today through Manafort's case, which I think was their intention by getting this out there, by the way, that they were looking for communications between Manafort and Agalarov. Manafort. This is going to be eye-opening. And the Schiff hits the fan. Again, and Schiff will be out there, by the way, I'm sure. Joe, do you, do you think it made sense? Yeah. Yeah, but if, I'll tell you what, Dan, that was a lot. That was a lot. It was a lot of first-round stuff that I hadn't heard. I mean, that's a lot, man. Yeah, it is, and I'm I'm, I'm sorry if it sounds confusing. Um, over the next few days, we'll be able to explain more, but I, I, I there are some open-ended questions here. If you're mm-hmm. saying, well, there's a lot of bows you didn't tie up, remember what I always tell you about conspiracy theories. The a clear indicator of a conspiracy theory anytime is when they tie it up in neat little bows and go, oh, here we go. It's all solved. I'm not sure what Manafort's relationship is to the people who set up Donald Trump. All I'm telling you is the special counsel, Bob Mueller, found that interesting because in a search warrant, he was looking for communications between Manafort and the Agalarovs who, whether they knew it or not, set up Donald Trump. <laughs> they were the ones who started this email chain to send the Russian lawyer to Don Trump Jr. with information on Hillary. Manafort, they were looking for communicate. Why would they be looking for that? What's Manafort's role in the setup of Donald Trump? What's Manafort's role with this lawyer, Obama lawyer at this law firm he was working with? Why did he leave? What were they talking about on those tapes? Why is Sessions not recusing himself? Is Cohen under investigation for Trump or for something else? Keep in mind, Rosenstein told Trump he's not the target right now. Sessions didn't recuse himself. Is something else going on with Cohen? These these texts, when they come out today, I, I may have to jump right back on the air. So stay tuned. If you have any questions, email me. Um, but uh, I'm telling you, the setup is coming out. I'm absolutely sure of it. All right, folks, thanks again for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Uh, Check us out at Bongino.com. Please subscribe to the email list there. We'll send you all the show notes right to your email box. I'll talk to you all tomorrow. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show. Get more of Dan online anytime at conservativereview.com. You can also get Dan's podcasts on iTunes or SoundCloud. And follow Dan on Twitter 24-7 at DBongino.